Hello and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune in to my episodes. Let's do this. So, I think you guys have gotten to know me pretty well on here as far as, you know, what I've been through, what I've experienced, and why I am the way I am, essentially, why I became a therapist and all that good stuff. Um, I think, you know, those of you that have been on this journey with me are pretty well versed on all of that. Um, But I want to make sure that I'm being fair and balanced. And I know that, you know, for the purposes of what I do for a living, it's really important that I acknowledge uh, post-traumatic stress and everything related to it. You know, trauma responses. A person, a place, a thing, a smell can set off a trauma response. And so, with that being said, I've shared a lot about the traumatic experiences that I've had in my childhood, with my parents, etc. You know, history of bullying. And so I wanted to take a moment to just reflect on some positive moments that I had growing up with my parents, with my family, um, and with my friends. I I feel it's important to be balanced. Um, It's part of also reframing and retraining your brain. I don't think people should be delusional. If you had it rough, you had it rough. And denial isn't going to make that go away. It's going to make it worse. Your healing will be nearly impossible if you deny your reality. Now, I also want to be fair. Um, because I did have good moments in spite of the hardships. And so I wanted to share some, some good moments, um, or, you know, good memories, good moments, or, or things I learned from my parents, um, I think I've talked about this before, but I will repeat the story. Um, you guys can check me if I've said this before. I tend to repeat myself sometimes. Um, when I was 15, I had a boyfriend in high school. And, um, you know, people are experimenting at that age. I did not lose my virginity at 15, y'all. Um, but I was experimenting, I was kissing, I was touching, and the whole thing. So back then, there was no such thing as text messaging. It was all about passing notes. And I wrote my boyfriend a note telling him all the things I wanted to do with him and to him. His mom found it. Showed up at my door, waving the note in my mother's face saying, do you think it's normal for a 15 year old girl to write this? And my mom was like, actually, yeah. 
And I'll just never forget that she just didn't shame me about that. She wasn't like, why are you writing this? Like, she understood that it is normal to be curious at 15. And my mom always educated me about sex. She always let me know what it was, what the purpose of it was. And, you know, she she informed me that it's something that, you know, is sacred in a way. Um, And so... She always educated me on that and she never minced words. She was never awkward or uncomfortable about it. Um, And I think her openness inspired me as a person to be more open. Um, My mom also gave me a lot of trust. Like she knew I had a lot of friends who were doing drugs and I don't know, somehow she just knew that I wasn't going to do it. And I don't know how she knew that. I don't know why she knew that. I just think it's so dope that her level of trust for me went that far. Um, I'm trying to remember funny stories with my mom. One time I told my mom that I wanted a pet and she goes, que más peque yo chica? Basically saying she's a pet. She's ridiculous. What else? My favorite. Mommy, I can't find X, Y, and Z thing. A scissors, for example. If I get up from here and find them, you're going to have to swallow them. I swear. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, one of my favorite memories. So I was bullied, as you guys know. And the bullies came to my door to torture me. Like, they literally walked to my house to knock on the door and torture me. And my mom saw that I ran into my room crying after I answered the door. And my mom chased them down with her van, pulled over right in front of them, virtually almost ran them over with a car, got out the car, and cussed them out like a motherfucking gangster. (laughs) So my dad, my dad was my best buddy growing up. We did everything together. Um, All the piggyback rides, he would play with me, he would go to the park with me, the swings. Um, It's a little harder for me to talk about my dad for some reason. Um, Because I have so much love for both of them. I have so much love for my dad in spite of anything. And I want to make that really clear on here because I am well aware that he is severely mentally ill. Um, But in spite of that, he also has a really childlike, youthful, fun spirit, and a lot of my friends that have met him can attest to this. He... He has this habit of breaking out into song every time, like... I don't know, every time he, like, is annoyed, like, I'll be like... I don't know, I'll say something like, do you still love me? Like, to mess with him. And he'll be like, la, 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 
la 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 that sounds ridiculous but I just think that's so funny or he'll be like ay dio ay dio mira lo que me está preguntando tu chiquita ay dios mío Oh man, and then growing up, it was great too because he was always team yes, right? So I would always go to my mom and be like, mommy, I want this. And she'd be like, no. Or she'd be like, ask your father. And then I would go and I'd ask him and he was Mr. Yes Man. Oh, he would get me that toy, that candy, whatever the heck it is. Um, he was always on team yes. Sometimes he wanted to say no, but he didn't want to be the one to say it. So he would be like, hi, I don't know, you know, ask your mom. And he knew that she was going to be the enforcer and she was going to be the one to say no. He didn't want to be the bad guy, you know. That was me as a kid, though. Obviously, things changed when I uh, grew up a little bit more. Like after the age of five or six. But I guess the reason I'm reflecting on this is because I want to make it clear that it wasn't all bad. And... I think something that people fail to realize is that just because a relationship is abusive doesn't mean the entire relationship is abusive. There's always going to be components or aspects of the relationship that are positive. And that's what people cling on to in hopes that the person or people will change. You just have to be willing to get the help and the treatment to change. And not many are willing to do that. Have you heard that phrase? People are often in therapy to deal with people, to learn to deal with people that won't go to therapy themselves. Um, I had a lot of great memories as well with my childhood best friend who passed away. We did many things together. She taught me so much. I think that she really was the catalyst in teaching me the foundation to what true friendship is. Um, I get emotional talking about her, so. Um, I just don't think many people love the way she did. And um, she... I don't know, I feel like even though I told her all the time how much I loved her and I expressed that to her over and over, I feel like I just never fully appreciated her love language because she wasn't one to say it all the time, but she was one to show it. And um, she really did show it. And I'll never forget, it was my 16th birthday and she had just gotten her first gig, her first job. And she was working and she couldn't get out of work and she was going to miss my birthday. Oh my gosh, sorry. Mm. She was gonna miss my birthday, so she was working with her dad at like the youth fair or something. Um, And she snuck out of work during her break, stole her father's car, came to my house just to give me a hug and say happy birthday. Ironically, later on when she had finished work, um, they brought her. They brought her over and I remember I still have the picture of when 
I saw her, the amount of happiness on my face was unparalleled. And that's just one of many things. I mean, I can sit here and tell you all the wonderful things that woman did for me. And I really feel like she shaped my childhood and my formative years in so many ways. We grew together. Um, I remember one time, oh my God, this is, no, this is ridiculous. You know when people would go ding-dong ditching and you would go and ring someone's doorbell and run away? We did that, except the people were sitting right outside. She thought it would be hilarious that we ring the doorbell when the people are sitting right outside. And we went to the doorbell and we rang the doorbell and the people were just looking at us like, um, hello, we're right here. And we literally walked away just cracking up. And I remember she had this habit of when she laughed so hard, she would like double over, she would bend over because she was about to pee. Oh my gosh, I miss her. It was actually her birthday yesterday. Um, I bought her some flowers, even though she was never really a big fan of flowers, but I wanted to do something. I lit a candle, said a prayer for her. Um, yeah. What else was positive about my upbringing? I was in chorus and I was always a really good singer ever since I was little. Um, I could carry a tune. I'm not Whitney by any means of the imagination. Um, but I remember winning a bunch of awards and that was really cool. When I was in eighth grade, I won the superlative for most friendly out of the entire eighth grade class. That was kind of cool. And also not incredibly shocking because I, I really am like Barney the dinosaur in human form. Super friendly. Um, I have a friend actually, he is a um, frequent listener. He knows who he is. He is always like, damn it woman, do you always have to be so damn positive? I do it on purpose extra to him because he's such a cynic sometimes that I feel like he needs it. You know, he needs a little more extra, extra fluff, little, little extra sprinkles in the mix. Um, what else? I remember my first roller coaster, which <laughs> your girl right here does not go on roller coasters. It was a double looper at the youth fair. I don't know if any of you are familiar with the Miami Dade Youth Fair. I was 13. It was my first ever upside down roller coaster. And I still remember it. And on the way up, I was with Janet, which is appropriate that I would do something like that for the first time with her. I was with Janet and she was just like, I just wanted to let you know that we're going to die. Like, we're not going to make it out of this one. So you might want to, you know, count your blessings. So I'm on my way up, freaking out. The roller coaster comes and goes, spins upside down. I finish, I felt exhilarated. And then she goes, see, that wasn't so bad. And I just looked at her like, this bitch. Oh no, she did not. 
Um, what else? Some of my really positive memories include um, my other uh, childhood best friend as well. Um, even though this was a negative memory, technically, it's funny. Um, so I was bullied in school and my childhood best friend, she was like, like a bad bitch. She was like, nah, nobody, nobody fucks with us. Right. So she's still like that, by the way, not much has changed. Um, in any case, she went to her cousin and a bunch of her friends. These were like really big girls. Um, no shade. I'm a big girl too. They were, you know, bigger girls that looked like they could kick yo ass, okay? They just had that look on their face like they meant business. So, <laughs> there was this girl that was, like, threatening me or whatever. And I'm a pansy. Like, I always say it. Yo soy grande por gusto because I've never been in a fist fight, ever. So... The girl was like harassing me and then my childhood best friend rolls up with the big girls right behind her and that girl looked at them big girls and my childhood best friend and she was like gotta go hilarious hmm what else well I don't have to specific Specifically focus on childhood. I can focus on early adulthood as well. Um, I remember my first kiss as a teenager. That was awful. I remember my first kiss as an adult woman. That was great. Um, it was great. I had a very positive experience with that one. Um, and it wasn't so much that the kiss was great although it was I'm not trying to shade the guy it was just the experience itself it was just like I went for it I kissed him and it was just a very empowering moment to know as a woman that you can absolutely make the first move and don't let them tell you you can't and it was a whole thing because it was my birthday and like my friends were like, okay, we have to do your hair. We have to get you cute. Because, you know, he's coming. And, like, we want we want to get him, you know? And I'm like, yes. Hilarious. He actually ended up being my first. Um, everything. I was 21, 22. Something like that. I waited quite a bit. Um... losing my virginity was that a positive or a negative experience it wasn't a bad experience um wouldn't say it was a great experience I think that I would have liked to I don't have regrets about losing my virginity or who I lost it to um he served his purpose and I appreciate him for that I would have liked to maybe have chosen someone that valued me more but I learned a lot from him and our interactions and 
there was so much growth for me I think after that I just started to really grow into myself and and figure out more and more who I am and what I'm meant to do and what I'm meant to be and I guess the point of me rambling on here for 20 minutes is just to show you that you can choose how you view an event. Choose to view it as accurately as possible. But also, add meaning to it. You saw what I just did there, you know? I was reflecting on my, you know, losing my virginity and I could have sat here and said, well, I mean, he didn't love me the way I loved him, and it was awful. Instead, I said, he, he didn't love me the way I loved him, but I learned from that, and I grew from that. So remember, it's all about wording. It's all about language. It's all about the messages that we tell ourselves each and every day. I know this was sort of an informal podcast episode, but more will be coming soon. Let me know what you guys want me to talk about. Message me, voice note me. Let me know what you're interested in learning about. There are many, many topics related to mental health that I can address and that I will address, but I'm just interested in hearing from all of you what concerns you directly, what worries you personally, what's important to you. I want to address that. And so with that being said, Everybody stay safe, wash your hands, take good care of yourselves because you are too important. Until next time.